Greetings, fellow Earthlings and humans. No, stop. And if, you, and if there's a dog watching too, hello. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Kind of Funny Morning Show for Thursday, January 11th. Lots of fun things to do today. My name is Nick Scarpino. Joining me for the first time ever is my dear, dear friend, uh, compatriot, and fellow workout buddy, Yusuf McGuid. Ladies and gentlemen. I've been talking about you in a lot of different contexts for a long time. You have, I, and I want to stop you right there before yeah. we, be, you know, really get into it. Yusuf McGeed. McGeed. Yeah. Did I call you McGeed? Yes. It's it's all right. It's a weird spelling. It happens a lot. Okay. M a g u i d. Mm -hmm. Nobody knows what that what that mm -hmm. means. It's, it's a weird Egyptian translation. There it is. Yeah. McGeed. At least I got Yusef right though, right? You did. Nailed is it part. Yusef or Yusef? Because Pitts calls you Yusef, and Pitts he got does. that stuck in my head. I kind of like the cadence he, he he puts to it. It really emphasizes, you know, the the ending there. Mm -hmm. uh, but no, either one, fine. All right, off okay. to a bang, ladies and gentlemen. Nothing yeah. better than getting your guest's name wrong, <laughs> right to start. Uh, today is going to be a really really fun show. Thank you again for joining me today. Uh, you are you're you're here, and then you're also going to my show later tonight. Lots of yeah. oh yeah, lots of fun stuff going on there. Uh, my show tonight, of course, you guys, are still tickets available if you want to come see me and Yusuf at uh, Cobb's Comedy Club tonight. Uh, you go to Cobb'sComedy.com. I will be there Thursday, January 11th. Wait, today is Thursday, January 11th. I lost my... I'm, I'm all rattled because I got your name wrong. <laughs> That's the problem. Uh, it's there tonight, 8 p.m. show. You guys can get a ticket if you want. Lots of us are going there. It's going to be a blast. Uh, Jeff Ramsey came into town again to see it, so he'll be there, too, if you want to meet him uh, and say what's up to him. He'll be drinking a water because he doesn't drink anymore. Uh, today's episode of the Kind of Funny Morning Show is brought to you by kindoffunny.com slash store. Go there. Get that hoodie. Uh, can you When you click on it, Kev, uh -huh. can you still add it to the cart? Uh, oh, yeah, some of the sizes are sold out. So we're working on getting those reordered, by the way. We've seen, so if you guys want a medium or an extra large or a double extra large, we're working on that. But if not, you guys can get a large and a small right now. Uh, these are pre-order only, so if you guys have ordered them and you order anything else with that, they're going to be held up for a little while, too. But I can attest, these hoodies are pretty dope. They're fantastic. Um, also, if you didn't know, we do this show each and every day here at twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Be in the chat. You can hang out with us. You can talk to Yusuf. You can talk about working out, lifting, or playing games with him. Not me, because he plays a lot of games. I do. And works for Ubisoft. Or, or will work for Ubisoft. Once in future. Has worked. Once in future. We're Ubisoft King right here. Uh, we'll talk about that as well today. Uh, of course, I'm very excited you're here. We're going to talk about a couple things. One, your undying love of the Phantom Menace. And two, oh, uh, no. we're going to go into our deep dive topic later today, which is going to be the Jackman off. If you guys want to check out my before and after results, I posted them on Instagram. And yes, I, my hand did shake as I hit share <laughs> because this is the first ever. Give me a show? Oh, yeah, you can pull it up. I mean, we'll, we'll get into it in a little bit. Uh, but they can check it out on you. Look at your It's so beautiful. That beard is disgusting. And then that's from this morning. So there's a before and after pic there. You guys can see what we've done. We're going to go into those uh, in a little bit. Of course, pimping out a couple other things. The Marvel show is live. Incredible Hulk uh, episode is live. We talked about Incredible Hulk. Uh, are you aware we're doing this? Have you seen I, we're doing this? Yes, yeah. I haven't gotten to check one out yet, though, just because I haven't watched the movies yet. Got it. I need to go back and do that, though. We are, yeah, once a week we're, we're doing the Marvel show. We're taking one Marvel movie. We're deep diving into it. And here's why I love this, because whenever we talk about movies generally, even when we do reacts, it's like 25 minutes. Mm. And it's kind of around Robin. And you don't really get a chance to put your thoughts together because we'll go see the movie, come right back afterward. We'll probably have wasted all of the good commentary in the car complaining or, or praising the mm -hmm. movie. Then by the time we get here, it's just a rehashing of that shit. Yeah. This is nice because we actually get to go back, see a movie we've already seen. So you're seeing it twice. Yeah. You get the perspective of the last 10 years of Marvel movies coming mm -hmm. out. So you can see where it started and where it goes. 
These are cool because they're, and then we do 45 minutes. We've been doing 45 minutes on each movie, and oh, that's like, like that. du- that's a dream for me. I like that. Because yeah. you all talk about uh, Zelda and Breath of the Wild for 45 minutes. <laughs> I, played, I played Assassin's Creed for 87 days okay, yeah, straight, and it was amazing, and here's why, and I'm like, duh, Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Although that, that game did look pretty great. Um, pretty cool. Other than that, by the way, this show gets posted to YouTube. Uh, com slash kind of funny if you guys didn't uh, get a chance to watch here and you're watching it on YouTube thank you so much leave a comment I'll try to get back to you ASAP um, and also if you haven't hit that subscribe button yet we are almost at 228,000 subscribers uh, now I'm telling you we have two channels that you're, you're aware of this I am. we have youtube.com slash kind of funny and youtube.com slash kind of funny games I don't do a lot of things on the gaming channel you know, I, wish, I wish you did more I want to do more yeah. but uh, there's two reasons why I don't I don't play a lot of games and Greg and Tim are afraid that I'll overshadow them that's, that's yeah. the real reason. That's, yeah. Okay. I think we all know that. Um, so that's part of the reason. They just hit 230,000 subscribers. Ooh. We are a little bit behind. So I need everyone to rally for the OG kind of funny. Kind of funny prime is what I call it. Okay. Because prime means, A, it means it's the first and it's the only. Really, it's the most important. And B, it reminds me of Optimus Prime. And everybody loves Optimus Prime. That's true. Yeah. He's a fan. Fran freaking tastic. Um, Prime's always a good thing. You know? Prime is a good thing. I, I'm, it's never a bad thing. No, it's Amazon never a bad Prime, thing. Optimus. You know. Well, you know what they 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 called it? Uh, didn't they call Pax Pax Prime for a while? Yeah, and now they're calling it Pax West. West. I know. Yeah, that's some bullshit. bullshit. It's just, yeah, you know. Come I'm on. not about that. But you know why they're doing that, right? Because they want people to like. Because they want people to go to Pax ones. South. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. And they got Joey. They they nabbed Joey. She's like, I gotta go. I gotta go oh, to Pax South. By the way, Joey will be a Joey. Eh, she's not here anymore. Yay! I believe she'll be at Pack South. I think she's going this weekend, right? She is. Yeah, yeah. she just so told she'll me. be there. She's leaving Saturday morning. So if you see Joey, buy or something. Right? You going to Pack South this weekend, right? Yes. Are we talking Sorry. about that? Yeah. Should I tell people about that? Yeah. Hey everyone, Joey's going to Pack South this weekend. She'll have. be there. Uh, tweet at her. Uh, I'm sure there's a ton of community events that she's organized. And by the way, if you see Four her. Four o'clock at the Discord booth. What? Four o'clock at the Discord booth. What are you doing there? Doing a signing? Community meetup. Cool. Four o'clock at the Discord booth. If you want her autograph, you have to pay her fifteen hundred dollars per autograph. It is Joey. Joey's autograph is the most sought-after thing on the internet right now. Do you have one? Because I don't. She wouldn't even sign the paperwork when we hired her. She was like, "No, sir. My autograph it costs way too much money for you. Go after yourself." You know what you should do mm-hmm. if it's if it's this hot of a commodity? Mm-hmm. Get a stamp with your autograph. Mm-hmm. Walk around, stamp people. Stamp people's foreheads. Yeah, babies. Oh, I like this idea. Yeah. I really like this idea. Let me see what I can get done in the next yeah? day before I leave. Custom, Joey. Joey, so you want me to get you a stamp? I get you a stamp in a day. Okay. Kevin, got a, Kevin, Kevin you got a stamp guy? I a stamp guy. Right. Honor Kid 2007 in the chat says, where is Pac South? Where's that at? San Antonio, San Antonio Texas. Texas. Yeah. Not a part of Texas that a lot of people go to all the time. Myself right. included. I go to Austin all the time. Stop by Houston every once in a while. I fly into Dallas. Never been to San Antonio. Oh, uh, I've flown in and out of San Antonio. You can tell me how it is. Awesome. You can tell me how it is right there. All right, let's get into the news real quick uh, so we can talk all sorts of body uh, body stuff. Uh, Kev, bring up this first news story, please. Done. Goosh. Not big news, but happy news here yeah. always. Uh, John Williams is on target to, uh, to set yet another record, uh, Oscar record. Well, this is not the story I clicked on, but that's fine. With both The Post and Star Wars Last Jedi in the running uh, this Oscar season, composer John Williams, who already has 50 Academy Award nominations, more than any other living person, uh, could earn his 51sts uh, or even 52nd nom. Both films stem from working relationships that back uh, that date back to the 1970s. Of course, we know all that. So that's pretty awesome. But he's also, I believe, in this article, I clicked on the one that said he's confirmed for episode 9. But I don't know why this is not that article. Hold on one sec. 
<laughs> Fill time, Kevin. Talk about. We'll talk about anything. Yusuf, that's a hell of a beard you got going on. You Thank you very mean? much. That you is know, thick. I appreciate that. I and look you, at that. you know why I think actually it looks thicker than it is? Uh -huh. It's because I shaved the head. Sure. And no, it, I still think it would look thick. No, it, it looks you got thick, you got some like Greek god looking beard. And that's good. Thank you. That's a good thing. That, that's that's, 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 that's kind of use it. I'm, yep. I'm doing a, a different link. This is from Collider. I don't know why. I clicked on that other link and I was like, oh, that's a pretty easy story, so I didn't bother reading it. And then it's the wrong story. This one is in Collider. This is a Star Wars saga that's begun around Wait, over Nick, 40 where, years. Where's the story? Uh, I, I, I replaced the link in the. In the Got thing. it. Sorry. That's okay. I'll just read this as you bring that up. Uh, but even as it has moved between directors and even studios, it has held on to John Williams. He has scored every Star Wars movie except The Clone Wars, uh, Rogue One, and Solo, uh, who are scored by different ones. So not really everyone. Yeah, no, not even close like, to uh, everyone. Quite a few of them that he hasn't turned. Yeah. That's okay. I guess no. all the numbered ones? Yeah, he does all the main yeah. trilogy. So it's fitting that he'll get to close out the Skywalker saga variety reports via film music reporter. That Williams is set to score J.J. Abrams' Star Wars Episode Nine. Quote, I would very much like to complete that, Williams says. And when William, when John Williams says, I would like to complete that, you let him complete oh, yeah. that. You don't say no to John Williams. That's what I imagine. Now I'm going to use a sports analogy for you. Okay. You ready for this? Yeah. You ready for this? That's what I imagine. Like, winning all 16 games. Like, if the Oakland Raiders mm -hmm. were to win all 16 team, games in the normal season, go yeah. on, win all the postseason games, and then knock the Super Bowl. Holy this is the Super Bowl for them. They've won everything. They're Holy the favorites. Yeah. Right? This yeah. is a weird world where they're like really, really good. I don't know if they're good or not, but I assume they're not as good as this. No. We're getting there. No, we're not there. So I think that's what this is. We're going to finish strong. We're going to do this perfect season, and then we're out. Right? I like that. Yeah. Also, I don't know how old John Williams is, but to me, he's always been 80 years old. He's one of those people that's always been old, like Michael Caine. Like, was never young. Just Have you, know. you seen pictures of Michael Caine young? No, I haven't. They're shocking. No, I, I don't believe they exist. Okay. There's one picture I've seen of him with Elton John when they're both young and they still look like they're in their 50s. Mm. So, there's that. <laughs> there's that. Uh, but I'm, I'm enjoying, I love the fact that John Williams is still alive and kicking. I hope he outlasts yeah. me. I mean, by that I mean I hope I live till 90 and, he, and I hope he lives till 190. Yeah. Because he's yeah. got to be 100 years old right now. <laughs> Ooh. He does look 50 in some of these pictures. I'm telling you right now, look how he's always looked a little bit. He's very distinguished. He's very distinguished. He still looks 45. Yeah. He's a 45-year-old man right there. I imagine... Is Did he just never get no, famous? That's, that's not that's him. Not, that's the no. dude from Twilight. Now we're just what clicking is? on random British actors. Look at him. He was a handsome man. Ooh, what's that one with him with a shotgun? On the... Yeah. Again, looks 45. Yeah. He does. Yeah, he looks like he Very just hunted a duck. Hey, everyone, I hunted a duck. <laughs> there you go. Oh, uh, so that's fun. Next news story, Kevin. This yep. is from therap.com. Uh, Black Widow has found a screenwriter. That's fantastic. <laughs> they always throw like random shit in there like I care about the blacklist. Let me guess. Black, uh, Marvel Studios has picked blacklist screenwriter Jack Schaefer to write Black Widow, the first solo film featuring the Marvel superhero played since 2010 by Scarlett Johansson, an individual with knowledge of the project told The Rap. Schaefer uh, made her feature screenwriting debut with the 2009 Tribeca film Timer, which she also directed. She wrote the 2014 Blacklist pick The Shower, a female-centric sci-fi action comedy with Anne Hathaway attached to star and produce, as well as Nasty Woman, a remake of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels at MGM set to star Hathaway and uh, Rebel Wilson. Schaefer also recently penned the Disney short Olaf's Frozen Adventure, which played before screenings of Pixar's Coco. Now, here's the deal about Olaf's Adventure. Okay. Did you so did you see Coco while this was still? <laughs> in, okay, sure did. Yeah, sure did. Did you want and to? And while what? Did you want to? 
Did I want to see Olaf's adventure? I did, and here's why. I love Frozen. Mm-hmm. Okay, I enjoyed it I thought, very much. Here's what I thought. Going into Coco, more Frozen? Way to set up this great brand new Disney Pixar project, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. What's better than more Frozen before a brand new movie? And the answer is, five minutes of Frozen would have been great. 75 minutes of this short was just a little bit too much. The short was good. Yeah. It's a good short. It was just way too it long. Do- it doesn't sound like it was very short. And here's why it was, it was particularly hard. Because I was watching it with my in-laws during Thanksgiving, after mm. Thanksgiving dinner. Okay? So it was already like, we've spent a lot of time together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. we just want to sit. And then it got uncomfortable. And then the movie started. Of course, Coco was amazing. Yeah. Um, Fantastic. So that's great. The, the, the bigger thing here to me, and this is, uh, this is what I want to open up to the audience, is like, why haven't they made a Black Widow film yet? I don't know why that's either. weird But I, I'll tell you what. I'm all about this. I'm very oh, yeah. happy they're doing this. Uh, I think, honestly, I think 2017 was like a very important year for women in entertainment in terms of like showing that they can succeed in Star Wars. Like you have Daisy Ridley, Star Wars. Oh, yeah. You have Gal Gadot, oh, yeah. Wonder Woman, both That's of those. why it's so strange. Well, it, well, it's strange for two reasons to me. One, obviously, cultural, being culturally aware of the last six months, that goes without saying. Okay, it goes without saying. But two, Scarlett Johansson's still one of the biggest stars in Hollywood. Oh, you absolutely. would think at some point Marvel absolutely. was like, why don't we leverage this yeah. to make a Black Widow film and get it out there? Now, I understand they have canon and they're telling this big story and they, have, they would have to fit that in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's that hard to just be like, she's on this other adventure. And maybe, like, you know, one yeah. of the other Avengers hangs out with her. Especially with how well, you know, Winter Soldier did, which was a more, like, toned down, mm-hmm. more like a spy thriller-ish type movie. Yeah. And, like, and she was, you know, the lead right now. Yeah, we could totally. Like, I, I'm expecting that from this. I'm expecting yeah. it to be a spy film, like a Born Identity style. Like, it's going to be like that. I want, I want less grand set pieces and more espionage and intrigue. No, absolutely. Yeah. Same. I, I could not be more excited for this. I, I do think, though, that if... You know, this happened because Wonder Woman, I think. Oh, yeah. Because Wonder Woman did so well. I think so, too. Yeah. I think so, too. Uh, some people in the chat are commenting that I was wrong on my time assessment of the Olaf short. It was, in fact, not <laughs> 75 minutes. It was 22 minutes. Uh, guys, that's called sarcasm. See, when something feels like 75 minutes, but was only 22 minutes, you say 75 minutes to get a point across that it was, it was long. That's all I'm saying. It felt long. It was 22 minutes long. It might as well have been 10 hours. I went to the, I literally halfway through, I was like, I gotta go to the bathroom. I got up, went to the bathroom, came back, like, what I miss? They're like, nothing. He's did still you, out in the snow. Did you finish your entire tub of popcorn before? No, but I, did, but I did suck down the giant diet coke. Okay. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah. That is for sure. See, I, I saw Coco just a couple weeks ago. What'd you think? They take, loved it. They took the Olaf short out at that point. Yeah. It's no longer in, you know, Yeah, they took the it out December 8th, I believe. Yeah, yeah, my guess is that they want to take it. I mean, it's 22 minutes, so it's actually like, it's actually a pretty cool piece of content to put out like online or mm-hmm. on TV. I, think I mean, think about 22 minutes, that's a 30-minute that's a block. Yeah. So yeah. you're putting that. At some point, it's going to be on the Disney Channel or Freeform or whatever. I believe it was already, it like... Have they aired they, it already? They took it out to air it on somewhere. That makes sense. Yeah. When you look at it being a 21-minute or 22-minute runtime, that's perfect when you add in commercials. Yeah. It's not. There's no... This is all I'm saying. It was, it was long. On TV, when I can pause it, I would be like, this is really cool. I understand this. But, I mean, I'm used to... Like the Disney shorts, like the one with the little piper that comes out and runs into the yeah. into the water, and it's like I don't know what I do, I don't know, what I do. and it's like the most adorable thing, but it's over in three minutes, and you're like, oh, exactly, right? They evoked emotion in three minutes, and that, and it looks so good. That's what I'm used to. Olaf, we I mean, we went deep into Olaf's history on this one. Yeah, and it was I'm, like, I, I, I saw him seen it, so. this one so much. Uh, is he just not like cute like he is? No, he's amazing. Movie? It was just 22 minutes of him. Yeah, okay. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah. 
True. Plot. Yeah, he's probably not in the actual movie for 22 minutes. Uh, no, probably not. But he has some great lines. I and mean, I love Josh Gad. I'm not gonna. I like the whole cast. It was all there. It was just, you know, it was a little. It was a little. Bit much. It was a bit much. Uh, Kev, yep. let's bring up this next news story. This comes from io9.com. It says Mark Hamill finally reveals the big change in the Force Awakens ending for the Last Jedi. And if you remember, J.J. Abrams directed uh, the Force Awakens, yeah. and he brought back the series, and he brought it back to its former glory. And everyone, including myself, was like, "This is the best Star Wars so ever." Good. Uh, I, I uh, believe so. Former glory is implying that the the prequels weren't good, uh, which I, I, <laughs> I take objection to. <laughs> okay. I'll give you this. Attack of Clones, <laughs> by far the worst one. Okay, episode that, two, that's terrible. Not true. Not <laughs> episode one and three. How good many films. times have you seen episode one? Uh, at least a dozen. Oh God, me too. And it's been real hard every time. <laughs> real so, hard. I'm saying I'm gonna stay diplomatic here. So let me. It's time to get in this. I gotta clear the air. Get it. Get after right. it. This is, what, this is all we're doing today. Do you like the like? 30 minutes of Senator talk and where they're, they're talking something, about... Something, 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 yeah, I, you something, know what? something, something, it's, it's, it's all right. It has, it's a not, great, it has one great fight scene in it and way it has, too much Jar Jar Binks. Just like this new movie has too much bros. Way too much bros. See, I okay, I have to say that, that I... You like Jar Jar Binks? Is that no, what you're going to say? Because no, 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 I will I, kick you out right now. I don't like... No, <laughs> I... I'm, 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 I'm... Whatever about Jar Jar. Whatever. How can you I love whatever? Rose. First of all. You love Rose. Yeah. This I man love has Rose. bad taste. That's what it is, Nick. This man has bad taste. He has good taste as far as that he hangs out with me. That's true. Everything else I can't I, I can't. I hung out with for. you, I'm saying he's got bad taste that's, overall. That's so so that's here's the up. thing. <laughs> I how up. how old are you? Kevin, you and I we're, we're close to the same age. How old are you? How old are you now? I'm I'm twenty six. I'm twenty seven, okay, yeah. yeah. So how old were you when you saw episode one? Uh, when did episode one come out? Two thousand one. Ninety nine. I was yeah. I was nine then. There you yeah, go. I saw it in theaters. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. I, when I saw it, I was like, "Fucking coolest thing in the world." W- was it the first Star Wars movie you saw? No, God no. Okay, so it was the first Star Wars movie I saw. That sucks. And so I, I hadn't seen the originals. Mm-hmm. I saw. I'm I'm an eight year old kid yeah. sitting there watching episode one. The coolest thing ever. Okay. And to this day, I will stand by that. Pod racing is a cool thing. Maybe the scene went on for a bit long. It was it pod was racing is it cool. was the build up to it the was 75 pod minutes, racing. It was 75 minutes, 75 minute long scene. A lot of people don't know it that. It was the whole time he spent like that like montage of him like putting together the pod racer where it was like, ah oh, man. Yeah. There's too so, much charge our banks in this too. Now see he here's, the deal. here's the deal. Like, <laughs> you obviously you judge things uh, with whatever you bring in with you, right? So mm-hmm. I, I look at Star Wars through the lens of growing up in the eighties. And Star Wars were some of my earliest, happiest memories, right? Mm-hmm. To me, by As the way, in be. the 80s, Star Wars, like, I, you watch Star Wars, you don't see the shittiness of the effects. When I was yeah. a kid, I was like, this is fucking mind-blowing right yeah. now. You, the first time I saw a lightsaber, I was like, that's it. How do I become one of these things? How do, is there it's a Jedi school that I can go to? I want too. a lightsaber. See, I get that. And that's, to me, that was always so the coolest it, thing about yeah, it. It makes sense that you, as a, this is the first time you saw Star Wars, it holds a special place in yeah. your heart. You know, Andy, of course, uh, the first movie he ever saw was Lord of the Rings. Probably why he likes that series. Yeah. Probably yeah. why. It's the only reason. I, I have to imagine that's the only reason why he finds that 18-hour so trilogy uh, entertaining. Um, God, I love harping on him. <laughs> I, by the way, I love Lord of the Rings. It's I just fantastic. love fucking I with love Andy. Those movies, yeah. Andy gets so mad. He's like, I know you messed with me. Stop talking about clearings of Lord of the Rings. So I get this. Uh, let's get back to the story, and then we get, I'll let you guys yeah. fight it out uh, verbally. You no, just ver- for a second, let me do a PSA. Thing. People, don't fuck up your kids. Show them four, five, six. Wait like 10 years. Hype them up for one, then show it to them. See, and that was like, my this issue. Is awful. I 100% agree with you. I I got gypped in that way because <laughs> how are you going to go from episode one, all these 
cool effects, maybe overdone a little bit, but but these awesome fights. Maybe. The coolest thing about Star Wars is the Jedi, right? You get yeah. to see them in full force. You get to see them at the height of their powers. And then I get to see episodes you know, four through six, I'm being told this is in the future where everything's busted and the technology sucks and these fights are happening parents, in slow motion. Your parents like, wronged you, man. They no. wronged you. Did they not have Star Wars growing up? Did they not like Well, Star my Wars? parents grew up in Egypt. What, they so, don't have Star Wars in Egypt? I think, you know, we get everything later. And my, my parents were never really nerds. My uncle is actually the one who introduced it to me. Mm-hmm. And so, and he, he, I went and saw episode one and then I watched four, five, six. Yeah. So. All right, folks. Remember, uh, in the chat, of course, people going back and forth in the chat. Uh, Lakers shed two four three two says, "Kevin, you have no set. You have no say and have bad taste. You like Sizzlers. He's got uh, you on that. Hold on a second. He's got you on that. Lakers shed. Have you had the Sizzlers cheese bread? Because that's the only reason I like sizz- Sizzlers. I got a proverbial mic in my hand right now. Lakers shed, <laughs> and Kev just dropped it for me. Yeah, there you I'll, go. I want to call go. out uh, Mystic." Cast yeah. who says Star Wars is overrated anyway. I agree with you. Oh, shut your mouth. You are not allowed to have opinions anymore about movies. No more movie talk from you. <laughs> All right. Let's go into the story. Let's go into the story real quick. If I can find it again. It nope, is. nope, that's not it. Well, shit. I have, I have, Why do you have so many tabs open? Man? I like open tabs. How many I get, tabs do I get anxiety right about having to close the tabs. I like Nick to be able to read all the stories. Tabs open I do have a right lot now. of tabs you open do. right now. Mark Hamill finally revealed the big change. So, of course, going back to the story, uh, it was revealed that Ryan Johnson, when he was prepping episode uh, eight, came to JJ and said, hey, can we shift around a couple things mm. in, at the, for the ending of, because that's where my movie's going to start, and the script's got going in a little different direction, and everyone's like, what does that mean? Mm. And they're like, no, 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 it was just small changes, small, just a small little change that we have to make uh, in order for me to tell my story. Well, here's that small change. Uh, speaking to Chinese press ahead of the film's release in the country, Hamill revealed that when uh, Ray was walking up the islands of Act up the islands of Actu to meet Luke for the first time, the former Jedi Master would have been surrounded by levitating boulders. Hamill, who at that point had already started prepping for his role in The Last Jedi, uh, learned about the rocks and had to call up director Ryan Johnson to get them removed. Uh, when, uh, when, when we were doing The Force Awakens, Ryan said, we might have uh, boulders floating to show your force emanating. So, I was, so this is Mark Hamill speaking. So I was led to believe that I still had the force and it was really strong in me. When I read The Last Jedi before The Force Awakens came out, I said, what? And called J.J. Abrams or Ryan to say, are you guys aware of this? Have you seen a cut? Is there floating boulders? And they said, no, we caught that and we worked it all out. So the movie was supposed to start with him if I'm reading this correctly, J.J. Abrams was like, hey, we'll start the next one with you having this awesome force power. And then Ryan Johnson was like, no, no, we don't want you to do anything with the force until the very end. And then Luke read the script and he was like, this doesn't make sense. Yeah. Because if we're going to make a story, let's have it make sense. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Go watch The Phantom Menace tonight. Uh, it's on probably, uh, I have to imagine, KTLA, Channel 11. They're just playing it on loop because <laughs> no one else wants to see that movie. No, I understand. I understand where you come from on this. Uh, you know, they're going, they go in different directions here and there. The Phantom, yeah. the, the Phantom Menace is a perfect example of, like, Lucas Shoot. wanting to, to skew it a certain way and do a little more fun stuff with it and make it a little bit more for... Was a, it fun? Was it well, fun? if you were nine, I'm sure it was. Yeah, but yeah. I was 19 years old when, when I saw that movie. And there's this giant Senate meeting where... That There's doesn't go on for no very confidence. long. Kids love politics. That's why Trump got in office. All the kids getting oh. out there going, Mommy, Daddy, please vote for Trump. We love this guy. He was in Home Alone too. God. That's why they voted for him, oh. Kevin. That's how politics work. Kids love it. The Senate? Oh, what's a Senate? I don't know. Let's Google it because we're children. That's what we like. We like to be informed. 
we do like to be informed. I do wish our Senate looked as cool as the Star Wars. Fuck Senate. yeah, dude! I'd watch right? every I'd watch right? every Senate here in Boston. Did it look cool? God, God, Here's God. just a bunch of like those like flying disc things. They, well, we didn't know they flew till the third one, right? Oh no, I guess they do fly out. I think they like, fly. Out. Yeah. I don't know, man. You so think that stupid. they all had just get on like Google Hangout and be like, we don't have to go to that fucking planet mm. to be in the Senate hearing. All right, uh, that's it for news stories right now. Of course, guys, cue up your tips if you want uh, to talk to me and Yusef while we talk about the Jack went off right now. Uh, you guys can do that via tips. We'll also take some, some questions from the chat. Uh, and thank you to all of you who headed over to Reddit uh, to give us some suggestions on what you want to see. I think I have a pretty good kind of uh, understanding of where we want to go. So starting off, if you guys don't know what the Jack went off 2017 was, because you don't follow me as closely as I follow myself. Uh, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. And by mm. that I mean about seven months ago. Yeah. Uh, one, Darren Brazil, who formerly of IGN, now at Fandom. Uh, not to be confused with Fandango, which mm-hmm. is the movie site. And he keeps texting me and saying, please stop telling people I work at Fandango. <laughs> okay. Stop getting people's names wrong as well. Uh, he goes, I-, I tweeted out, hey, good morning, everyone. Here's a little inspiration for you. And it was the picture of Chris Hemsworth from Thor. Yeah. When he had his shirt off. Mm-hmm. Bad wig, by the way. If you go back and look at that, that oh, was yeah. just a terrible, terrible hair piece that he had, like, sewn into his regular hair. Thankfully, I think he grew out the hair later, and now they let him cut it. Spoilers for Thor Ragnarok. We're getting off on a tangent here. Yeah. He goes, no, 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 man. Hugh Jack- this is better. Tweets me a picture of Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Somehow, within the span of two tweets, this results in him challenging me mm-hmm. to a workout competition. Yeah. And he said, by January 5th, we're gonna. We'll get together. Whichever one of us looks more like uh, Hugh Jackman, mm-hmm. will buy the other person a steak dinner. Now he has since backed out of that because he has some obligations. Yeah, he's, I understand. he's afraid. Coward. When I'm not gonna go and, and say anything bad. I'm not gonna speak ill of Darren Brazil. Uh, but I did text him, and I think the tone, the, the term we use is ghosting. Is that mm. is that what people do to each yeah, other? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you just get the, t- the three dots and then they go away. Yeah. And nothing ever happens. Yeah. Nothing. No, actually, what happened was he started a new job and then he was like, I don't know if, I don't know if, like, this is the right he thing started, for me to do. It's like started, on my first day of work, not come in, come to your stream and take my shirt off. Yeah, yeah. So I understand you get the out on that one. But what I did find very positive about this was obviously what, when I when I tweeted about this, you reached out. And you were yep. like, I'll make it my mission in life to help you with this. Oh, yeah. Because I want, I, and this is going to be fantastic. And it was a tremendously positive experience being able to work out with you, someone who actually knows what they're doing. Uh, it was the first time I've ever done squats and not hurt myself. Hey, there you go. In a, for a consistent, or once. <laughs> so that was fun. Uh, so following on that, what happened was you were like, we got together, uh, had some coffee. And you were, ge- uh, you know, obviously generous enough to be like, come work out with me. I will watch your form. Uh, give us a little background on, on what your your sort of background is as far as athletics. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I have essentially been an athlete all my life. Grew up, you know, playing three sports, all that stuff. Uh, Sort of settled into football. Football, lacrosse, and ping pong, I'm guessing. Uh, Football, I did play lacrosse for a bit. Did you? Uh, Yeah, actually. And then um, basketball as well. Got it. Um, But the... I eventually settled on football. That became my thing. Yeah. Um, I injured my back my senior year of high school, um, so I wasn't able to play in college. Um, but what I was able to do um, was do track, actually. So in college, I was a thrower, uh, meaning I threw discus and hammer. Um, nice. And with that comes, a, as you can imagine, a lot of weight training, mm-hmm. um, as does football. And so uh, that's something I, I sort of had been doing for, you know, throughout high school and then really got serious when I got into college, started working with the university trainers, things like that. Um, And then when I was in graduate school, actually, at UCLA, they have amazing fitness facilities there. Um, They have a whole training program themselves. 
And so I took a course to become a certified personal trainer. Um, and then in June of 2016, I took my uh, exam, became a certified personal trainer. Um, and, and yeah, that's, that's sort of my background with fitness, something I've always tried to you know, incorporate or, or program myself. I always wanted to know as much as I could about it. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, my background for, in fitness, by the way, if anyone's asking, is zero. Zero. Unless you count uh, marching very quickly in marching band. No, we and don't. And singing on a stage in a theatrical production of uh, On the Town, which I wasn't even the lead in. But it's a fun story. Here's a fun tangent for you. Uh, if you ever seen the, the, the show On the Town, at the very, very, it starts with three sailors coming off a boat, right? Okay. And they're singing and dancing and fun. I wasn't one of those. But I did get cast as one of the three sailors. At the very end, when those sailors are done with their, three more sailors come down the gangway, the gangplank, okay. gang something? I little runway, yeah, yeah, and they yeah. sing too. And when they came down, we were supposed to go underneath this this uh, this little like railing, mm -hmm. but the railing was like like maybe half inch aluminum piping. It was the cheapest thing you could find. Okay. And when I grabbed onto it, it just fucking bent. It just bent. Okay. So they called that the Nick Bend. Uh, and that was okay. the first time I realized I was overweight. Uh, so <laughs> going into this, uh, you we one of the hardest things was trying to figure out days, right? And so this is one yeah. of the hardest things for me was, obviously I've been doing stand-up comedy, uh, I've been uh, trying to progress through Brazilian jiu-jitsu uh, as well as lifting. And all three of these, while very, very fun, tend to happen at the exact same time. Yeah. At least those are the time, that's the time I can make for them. Yeah. We could always work out in the morning, but what kind of fucking psychopath wants to wake up early to go work out in the morning? Yeah. It's not going to happen. So we ended up, I think, you and I ended up work, maybe being able to get together max two times a week, sometimes three. Yeah. But for the most part, I think on average, uh, this is two times a week of lifting. Yeah. And so you were like... Okay, in order to do that, what like what was your approach to like if someone came to you and says like, I only have two days, but I want to look like Hugh Jackman in six months? You were like, okay, we're gonna have to lift. It's not yeah. gonna happen. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, no, not gonna happen. Yeah, no, I, and that's 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 true. I, I think the one thing I wanted to be upfront with you about was was sort of trying to temper your expectations. Realistic expectations, yeah. right? Which is, I think, really the name of the game. Now, to be fair. I was like, let's have, like the first conversation, like let's have a very candid conversation on which steroids I should use. And you were like, you're not using <laughs> steroids. You're not, Nick, you, you can, A, you can't afford right, them, right, right. and B, you can't break the rule at the air. Yeah, I can't skip ahead in line at the airport, let alone using so a legal steroid. Annoying. So that was not on the table right now. Yeah. Um, and then, so I was like, okay. So what, what I want to do realist, like all kidding aside, is have a real, like what was the realistic expectation from you, from me, and then I want to look at the results, and then I do want to open this up and talk uh, to the rest of everyone that's in the chat about what they want to do, and then we're all going to use the hashtag JackmanOff2018 to track results. Um, I did my measurements, I did my body fat percentage, so we're going to talk about that in a little bit as well. But so, what was your realistic expectation for what I could achieve six months, two days yeah. of working out? So, after, from talking to you and seeing what your goals were, obviously that's that's how any sort of training gets gets done is how can we fit your goals, fit what you want to do. Mm -hmm. And and to you, it seemed like you you really cared about what we call body composition, mm -hmm. right? Which is lowering your body fat, raising you know the total muscle in your body, right? Which which is you know you weren't concerned about weight. I think you 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 have thrown out. I that was concerned about weight for a very long time because for the longest time, weight was the metric of success for me. Yeah. So for the longest time, getting down into the one seventies was like this crazy goal for mine that I've only been able to do once in my life. Mm -hmm. It's only been once in my adult life where I stepped on a scale and I had set read 179 pounds. And I was like, yes, yeah. but I couldn't. I was like, basically, that was when I went super hardcore paleo. Mm -hmm. And there were times when people would stare at me and be like, Nick's not all here. He's yeah. gone bye-bye. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think I was depleting my brain of a lot of valuable nutrients yeah. that I needed. Like I would eat like a chicken breast and like half a, half a sweet potato 
and that would be lunch. Mm-hmm. And then by dinner, I'd be like, what happened? Where am I? <laughs> like, what? So, yeah. so yeah, so the realistic expectation was like, um, I'm sorry, I interrupted you there. No, no, no. And, so, and, so, yeah, I'm sorry. In other words, so I think, wait. You, that was the first thing you told me. You were like, yeah. stop worrying about the scale. Yeah, exactly. We're going to work out, which means you're ideally going to lose body fat but gain muscle. So the scale might stay the same. Or it even might go up. even go up. Yeah. And we'll get to that in a second. Yeah, which is, again, something people really get hung up on is, is that scale. That's not what matters. You know, if, you're, if you don't have a way to gauge your body fat, honestly, take before and after pictures like you did. Yeah. Look, look at yourself in the mirror and measure you know, how you look aesthetically. Uh, but from there, I, I knew you wanted to imp- improve your strength. Mm-hmm. And so what I essentially ended up doing is um, train, or we, we started on a program sort of um, that worked us through the, or worked you through the sort of three main types of muscle exercise. And what I mean by that is that there's muscular endurance, which is typically low weight, high rep work, which mm-hmm. is what we started off with, which is good when you're first starting off learning the form. You're not stressing your body. With you're not going weight. like, I got a, I got a deadlift 300 pounds right now, then you blow your back out. You're not coming back to the gym for another eight months. Exactly, exactly. So lo- lower weight, work on these reps, make sure you, we get the form down, which which you had had some experience with, so you-, you A you little bit, but like- real fast. Form, form as far as like when I was, when I would go to work out, I would gravitate toward the things that I would see other people doing a lot of. So mm-hmm. for me, when I first started lifting, it was bench yeah. and dips. Uh, because I had, I was like, I want. I read somewhere. I think it was. I think it was a uh, a quote from uh, Schwarzenegger and like pumping iron, where he's like, mm. a lot of people don't focus on the triceps enough, and that's actually one of the bigger muscle groups in your arm. It makes your arm look bigger. Yep. So I was like, I'll only focus on triceps. <laughs> and so I used to do a lot of bench and a lot of dips and things like that. Um, but I did a lot of pull ups, and so mm. and I certainly did not do any lower body. Yeah, I've never, and you can tell because when we started working out, you're like, you bench as much as you squat. That's weird. Yeah. That's a weird thing for a, for a male yeah. to be able to do. Um, it's weird for anybody. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird. You should be able. You're, you're, like comparatively speaking, look at how big my leg is to my arm. You <laughs> should be able to to put a lot more weight on your shoulders and do that. But yeah, I, I don't know for whatever reason, I just never really chose to focus on the yeah. lower body. I think, which I think is a, probably a, I would I would wager to bet is not uncommon. No, not at all. Guys. No. Yeah, I mean, you see you see the memes, right? Don't skip leg day. Yeah. Um, very true. And so that was something we, we did a lot of work on. We, we, you know, devoted a lot of time to legs. Um, I, I think just based off to the, there was multiple times where we would do legs, I think, more than we would do upper body. Yeah, uh, which just, I hated at first. Yeah. But, but they, and here's, one of the, um, here's one of the interesting things that I think is a good psychological tip to use if you want to get ahead in anything. Try to make the thing you hate the thing you love. Yeah. If you can somehow convince your brain that you love leg day, you will be so far off. I wasn't able to. But <laughs> because every time I'd be like, I really like this, you, I would hear the clinking of another weight go on. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I hate this now. Yeah. This is terrible. Well, well, the thing with you, too, and, and the thing with, I think, a lot of people starting out is you don't know how strong you are. Right. You get, you get it's sort of comfortable at a certain weight. And when you're, when you're working on form, that's totally fine. But once, once I was sure you had that down, I was like, okay, we're going to start to put on some, some, some serious weight. We're going to really get you working, really get you, you know, pushing through these, these sets. Um, and then that's where I think there, there may have been a little change because I think there's, there is a bit, obviously it's a lot harder once you start putting on that, that extra weight, but there's also that bit of satisfaction. Yeah. Okay, I, I'm, I'm getting somewhere. Well, you now. start, see, and that's what I started to see after a couple months 
of, of doing those squats and of doing a little bit heavier lifting as we started ramping up the intensity of the lifting and doing lower, uh, low, uh, fewer reps, yeah. but higher weight, mm -hmm. was that I started noticing that, uh, well, first off, I thought, I was like, oh, God, this is going to suck for jiu-jitsu because I'm going to be... I'm going to be tight all the time, uh, but one of the things that I learned when you do proper form, when you're doing squats, for instance, is that you actually have to be very flexible in order do. to do them. It actually behooves you to be more flexible because you get a better range of motion and you can get deeper into the squat. Um, so my range of motion, I think, actually went up. Uh, my functional strength went up, which mm -hmm. was good too, and I started noticing that right around month two or three when I'd go to class and I would be like rolling with people, my ability to like stiff arm people was just insane. Yeah. Like people would come in and just be like, what the fuck, I can't. Get past this, and I was like, "Well, this is a," and then they just blast. Like if it was pits, he just blast past it. But it, but you know, but having that ability to like stop people or stall them out for a second, I didn't have prior, and it's actually cool to have that strength. Yeah. Of course, in jujitsu, uh, if you want to use strength, um, and you think that's going to work for you, just go against someone who's about fifty pounds heavier than you, and then that just crumbles. Yeah. But it's nice for the guys that are my weight. Yeah. Um, and, and that was so great about the fact that you were doing both of those things because normally you have to rely on the gains you just see in the weight room of oh, I'm putting up more weight than I yeah. did before, but. You had the actual practical... I had a practical know, application, yeah, especially exactly. when I did that Sambo tournament a couple months ago when I was able to, like, I don't have any technique when it comes to takedowns or throws right now, so all I could do was basically stop the freight train that was coming after me, and I was able to do that for the first two matches. Yeah. The third match was, that's when conditioning comes into to play. And mm -hmm. my, my coach at, at, at my, uh, my studio or at the gym, uh, my jiu-jitsu gym was like, he just kept shaking his head at me, like, "See, you got to come to class more, because yeah. strength yeah. only goes so far." And eventually, as your uh, as your uh, glycogen levels deplete from your muscle, you start shaking, and then you got nothing left. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that was cool. It was cool to see my functional strength go up, and then it was also cool to be like, because I've always wanted to be able to do pull ups, mm -hmm. and I've been able to do them in the past when I was lighter. But now that I'm heavier, it got it was it was one of those things where I'm like. Um, I can do pull-ups, I can do as many pull-ups as I was I could do before, but I'm 10 pounds heavier than I was before. Yeah. So I am stronger, but I also weigh more, so it's, it can be disheartening to, to try to do bodyweight exercises when your body weight's more, but you're stronger, and you're yeah. at the same place. Yeah. So yeah. I've always been able to do, starting off, just, jump, just getting on there, dead hang pull-ups, four pull-ups. Mm -hmm. Sometimes if I'm feeling my oats and I haven't worked out in a couple of days and my muscles are fresh, I can do five. Yeah. Uh, you and I, because you've been you've been a little sick and I've been a little lazy. We have not been able to get in the gym together for two weeks. I went. I did a workout yesterday in the mm -hmm. morning. Just got a little pump for this picture, and I <laughs> dead hang pull ups. Did eight. Hey, eight! Congratulations. That was fantastic. Yeah, that I was think you'd only time. done seven. I'd only done seven. Yeah. So I did. I put that eight one out there, and I went for nine. And my butt, you know, it wasn't happening. But eight was fantastic. Congrats. So I'm like, okay, the strength is still there. That's great. Yeah. Um, talk a little bit about that the that that workout regimen though. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I mentioned it. We, you know, we started with the idea of, of muscular endurance. Then we we sort of cycled into what we call muscular hypertrophy, which is again lowering the, the total reps, upping the weight a little bit, um, and working. At, what, what that essentially does is it helps build muscle. You 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 you'll get physically bigger that way. Um, and then from then on, we we cycled into what we call muscular strength, which is High weight, low reps. That'll really just start to get you stronger. Yeah, get that, get that a little bit of more of that explosive uh, like strength, right? Exactly. Yeah, you'll yeah. start to move more weight that way. Yeah. yeah. Um, and cool. Wait, can you grab my uh, charger? This thing's dying. Sorry. Yeah. No. And uh, and so we basically essentially had three sort of days that that we were really sort of cycling through because right. we weren't able to meet that often. I wanted to make sure we were hitting every muscle group as often as we could. Um, so we had a leg day. We had sort of a chest and back day. Mm -hmm. um, we had a, a essentially a, sh a shoulder day. Um, but the shoulder day, it's important to know, 
had some legs in it. Yes, the shoulder day starts with started with deadlifts. Right, you would think the shoulder day, you were just like, this is fun. No, that was the worst day. Yeah. Because that was the deadlift slash pull-up day. Oh, yeah. And that, those are two exercises that, the, 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 the shocking thing about pull-ups and deadlift is that they, you don't realize how much it takes out of you until you've done the first set. Yeah. Both. Yep. Pull-ups, for instance, the last time we did pull-ups together, you were like, we're going to go until we hit 50, was it? Yeah, it was, yeah. It was 50 reps in as few sets as in possible. In as few sets as possible. So for me, I'm still working on those. Yeah. Shout yeah, out also, to my boy Andre Figueroa, because he gave me that, that ooh, workout. It's fun. I, get, I think I hit maybe a dirty 27. By dirty 27, <laughs> I mean there was a good, there was a clean 20 Well, you, well, you had just finished your, your, your competition, yeah. too, so you were a little That's injured. My, uh, my, yeah, my right arm was, uh, was throbbing at the, uh, at, the joint, at the elbow joint because I had defended an arm bar incorrectly three times. Yeah. And by incorrectly, I mean um, for anyone who's out there who's just starting off in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, when someone gets you at an arm bar, uh, don't try to curl them. Oh. That's the wrong thing to do. That is the wrong way to do that. If you want to lift someone up, you got to grab this arm and lift with your legs. Because in Sambo, actually, that's a, that's a decent defense. We're getting into the weeds. It doesn't matter. Um, so, yeah. So, so there were those exercises. That was great. And if you guys, by the way, if you guys want to see Kevin, I don't know if he's over there. Well, if you want to pull up the before and after pics, if you guys go to my Instagram, uh, I posted these. So this first pic is me. Uh, I think this was actually taken in January. I don't know why yeah. I took I think it was a New Year's resolution. I'm like, I'm going to get fit. So I took this in January. didn't do shit for six months um, until you came into my life. And then if you want to, uh, if you blade over there, Kev, this was taken this morning. Um, so one of the things that I actually, looking at these pictures again, that I'm, uh, aside from the fact that I'm flexing real hard here, uh, is that I think I've packed on a lot of muscle in my shoulders um, and in my bicep area, and I know you that because I. Have. And then in my waistline has actually slimmed down a little bit, not as much as I wanted. I wanted a six pack, mm-hmm. and I wanted to be zero percent body fat, and I wanted to be able to just walk everywhere <laughs> yeah. naked and have people go, "Well, he's naked, but look how good he looks. Let's let him be naked." Um, but I'm very, I'm tremendously proud of this. And again, thank huge thank you to you for helping me out with this because I would not have been able to get any of these gains without you. No, I would have worked out for a week and then gone to Starbucks. And, that would have been my plan. <laughs> Well, and I think I think what's important to note too is that you know you took that picture in January. We didn't really start working out till July. No, we didn't. So so really, the the progress of the gains is has only been about six months. That's fair. That's uh, fair. Which is important because you were because and again going back to realistic expectations. Because I remember we were talking. We were up in uh, in uh, up up in Marin County where I, where I came to work out with you, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm a little I'm I'm worried about January fifth. Because I don't think I have, like, I don't look like Hugh Jackman, and I don't think it's going to happen in the next week. Yeah. And you were like, listen, <laughs> you have to understand that for a lot of people like Chris Hemsworth or Hugh Jackman, aside from that is their full-time job, they already have ba- a baseline of fitness that they have worked on yeah. for probably since junior high, mm-hmm. right? Like Chris Hemsworth, I don't know. It, look, he, he has that build of a person who has been athletic before. I know he's a surfer. He probably surfs every day. Yeah. I've seen the pictures of him and his dad surfing in Australia. He's looking carefree and beautiful, and all the girls are like, ooh, whatever. He's tall. Um, <laughs> so for anyone out there who's just starting out, have... The before and after picture is a really good idea. Mm-hmm. I look at this and I'm like, wow, there actually are some noticeable gains there. I do look better. Um, when I try on jeans, I've gone down. I'll go into my measurements. Um, well, I'll, I'll top level the measurements right now. I did my measurements yesterday, um, and I had done measurements, I believe, about a month prior to this picture. Mm-hmm. So my measurements, I have uh, shaved a, a, an inch off my waist, which is probably the most important metric to me yeah. because I'm heavier. I'm 10 pounds heavier than I was when I took those. Mm-hmm. So I was 185 uh, pounds when I took that first picture. I'm 196 right now, but my waist is an inch smaller than yeah. it was prior. 
um, which is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, my biceps are half an inch bigger, and my thighs, uh, like my, my quads in that yeah. area, is an inch bigger. Great. So obviously they had, they had a lot of room to grow in the, in, yeah. uh, in the yeah. lower body yeah. area. But that's great, so that means my proportions are starting to get to where I want them to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though I've gained weight, I'm actually skinnier than I was before, or at least have, le- which leads me to believe that I have less body fat, yeah. which is probably going to be my overall metric for success going forward. Yeah as uh, weight only starts to matter when I decided to stupidly talk myself into competing in jiu-jitsu. Um, and that is isn't that is an issue. That is something to, to take into account because when you see a lot of people, like if you look at the normal jiu-jitsu competitor, um, I, they're, they have to have that balance of strength but also weight because you're going into a weight class. Mm-hmm. And unless you're really good at cutting weight, which I am not, um, that is something to be considered. Granted, I only, I'm probably only gonna compete once in my life, so I think we're okay. Yeah. Um, so I took my body fat measurement as well. I'm 20% body fat right now. Mm-hmm. I held this little like uh, Nintendo controller looking thing. Yeah, yeah, and, and to be fair, those things are... No, if you really wanna do it, you have to go like do a tank, right, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, there's various ways to actually measure, and there's, there's certain machines that are more accurate or less. The, the most common thing you'll see is this little controller looking thing right, that has right. metal handles that you yeah. grip and it, it I don't know how that works. It runs currents through your body and based off your your, your the composition of fat in your body it, it gives you a percentage. Those things have a a sort of uh very degree of deviation error. about okay. like five percent okay. either way. Um, so it, they're not the most reliable thing. It's better than nothing, sure. And if you're if you're constantly using the same one there, there's, you know, it cuts down a little. I think that's an important note too. So yeah. if you're gonna, if you're weighing yourself or you're using things, it's probably smart to use the same scale over and over and over again. Yeah. That scale might be off, but at least it's then giving you an accurate representation of gains or losses. And and to try to right. also measure yourself, you know, especially if it's if it's on a scale at the same time of day every day. So you're gonna be the lightest first thing in the morning versus right after you finish a giant breakfast or yeah. dinner or whatever. Yeah. What I like to do is I like to um, starve myself for 15 days. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Don't do that. Unless you're in a, uh, intermittent fasting, which we're going to talk about in a little bit here as well. Um, so, yeah, so I think going forward, one of the goals that I want to set for myself, and I don't know, I want to talk to you about this. What's yeah. a realistic expectation for shaving 5% off of your body fat? I want to get down to 15%, 15% body fat. That's, that's, it's definitely possible. What, what we'll have Six to, months, a year, two years, what do you think? I think... Because it relies heavily on diet, too. It does rely very heavily on diet, and, and that's, that's a really important thing to mention is that I don't care what you're doing, you know, gym-wise, anything like that. Your diet is always going to be the first and most Percentage-wise for people, what do you think? If you say, okay, diet and exercise, break those down percentage-wise in your brain. Of importance? Of importance. I f- 50, 70, 50? 75, 25. 75, 25. Yeah. 75 diet, 25 what yeah. you're doing in the gym. Yeah. I and would agree with that. It's And it's it's that's not to say, you know, it's, it's you can't or get gains through exercise, but if you're exercising and still eating like shit, you're gonna still feel and, and more or less look like shit. Right. Um, you you really just wanna put clean things into your body. That's that's what, you know, when you, especially when you start working out, I'm sure you've noticed this too, you start needing other things, you start needing more protein. Yeah. You, you, it, helps, it helps your recovery time, it just, it helps your muscles grow, it's, it's essentially, yeah, and I should note that I followed my uh, a qua- my quasi standard uh, high fat, high protein, low carbohydrate diet throughout this entire thing. Yeah. So there's been deviations here and there, of course. Uh, not the smartest idea to do a workout competition right after the holidays. Yeah, that was dumb. It is that it was is dumb tough. because I stared at my mother's cheesecake and I was like, I got I got to go in on this. Yeah, and I went fucking hog wild. Uh, during that and Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So next time we're going to check in on this, it's probably going to be like during convention season we're all running around like assholes, yeah, yeah, shaving weight and anything. sweating. It's going to be great. Um, but yeah, so that's one of the things that I really want to get a little bit harder into is 
I've tried to put myself into ketosis. I've tried to get into more of a ketogenic style diet. Um, and if you guys aren't familiar with that, what that is is more of a high fat, medium protein, low carbohydrate diet. Uh, when you track macros, um, that's kind of the percentages you want to break up. If you're asking what a macro is, there's three big macros. There's fat, protein, and carbohydrates. Those are the, those are the, mm -hmm. that's the, those are the holy trinity of, uh, of things that you're putting in your body. And so a lot of people, in order to get yourself into ketosis, in order to get into that really good fat burning stage, will do maybe, I think, like, uh, I want to say, like, 60, like, 50 to 60 percent fat now that's probably too much 40 to 50 percent fat uh maybe 20 percent protein and then like a little bit of carbohydrate i gotta do the math yeah, on that yeah uh, and that's what a lot of people do that's not your recommendation no so so honestly the, the thing when it comes to diet and nutrition is that everyone wants the you know one size fits all diet right. of do this and it'll work for you or uh i think too with with, with keto being so popular right now everyone wants to okay give me the one thing i can't eat Right. I can wrap my head around that. That's, yeah. that's easy. Okay, don't do this. You can do everything else. Sure, fine. That's easy. I can do that. Um, the, the honest truth is it's just not that simple. And it's, it's, it's not, and here's why. When I say a high-fat diet, people go, oh, cool, I can eat any fat, but not all fats are created equal, right? And so you have to make a distinction between uh, vegetable oils, olive oils, uh, you know, uh, coconut oils, things like that. The fats that you, that the fat breakdown in those, and a coconut oil, for instance, is different than a canola oil. Mm -hmm. And one does different things to your body, and you have to really understand that. Do I? No, clearly, because I have not gotten crazy results that I want. But it's important to start understanding that these are things that you guys could think about if you want to really zero in on your nutrition. Of course, I think there's two main schools of thought on this. One of which is. Um, you can do a calorie deficit diet where you, if you say, look, I really need to lose weight and you just restrict your calories, you will lose weight. Um, and by the way, that is a portion of every diet. I don't know too many people. I can't go out there and eat you know, 4,000 calories of cheese on this diet and pretend like I'm doing something good yeah. for myself. It's not going to work, yeah. right? Um, but my approach to it, I have, I have shied away from calorie restriction diets because A, I don't like feeling like I can't eat. Mm -hmm. I hate getting to 1,700 calories midday and being like, well, I guess I'm, I'm not sure eating dinner and I still have a workout, right? Yeah. Um, so what I like, I like my body type. Uh, and it's important to note that obviously look at the, we have different body types. So your body might be a little bit better for carbs than mine. Mine does not react well to carbs. I get lethargic. I get that big spike in, in, in insulin and blood sugar and then I drop and I have no energy by four. So if I consistently eat uh, cleaner protein, uh, good fats for myself and lower the carbs, I feel better. I think better. I get more work output for myself. Mm -hmm. That's where I like to be. Um, but but that's not necessarily the right thing. I have a friend that just went vegan, and he's like, I feel fucking great. And I'm yeah. like, good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Every, everyone really is different. And, and to be fair, I do want to make sure I'm, I'm clear about this. I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a dietitian. Neither am like, I. This is, people this know. Is, and there will be people in the comments that are like, Nick doesn't yeah. know shit about nutrition. I know I don't. I know I don't. But this is the whole point of Jack went off 2018 is that we all come together and share what we've learned, what works for you, what doesn't work for me. Because, again, we're all different. And what might work for you maybe not is not going to be great for me and Big Kev Dog. Yeah. You know? I think the one there is one universal rule that you can probably follow is that if you eliminate sugar from your diet, you're going to be better off. Yeah. I don't, there, there aren't too many diets that go, have as much sugar as you want. That's very true. So that's probably a good starting point for a lot of you out there. If you've got a Kit Kat bar in your hand right now or some sort of bite-sized Snickers or fun-sized Twix, uh, we can all bet that that's probably not good for you. So that's a good place to start. Maybe start eliminating sugar out of your diet and see how you feel. Yeah, That's fun. That's definitely true. I, I do want to give a shout out to you, though, because I think the thing that really changed for you, and, and whether it was the beginning of this year, whether it was in, in July when, when we started working out together, is you have a relentless grind about you. Thank you. 
it was it seems it was like at least six days a week you were always doing something whether it was jujitsu whether it was working out with me whether it was comedy whether it was two of those in the same night I think I, there was even times you you had done all three in one day I tried yeah uh, that's not recommended by the way do not lift heavily and then immediately go to a jujitsu class you will yeah. fucking pull something yeah. I pulled something it was bad uh, but but honestly that's the hardest part is is getting that motivation and that fire to just start well, I because think, it's never easy when you start I think that's why it's important and and by the way I if you guys notice. Uh, I was. We were supposed to do this January fifth. Part of the reason, well, actually, we were supposed to do January second because we moved up our anniversary. Part of the reason I didn't do that was because I was, I was, uh, I was a little nervous about posting shirtless pictures of myself because mm-hmm. I've always had this hang-up of like I need to look a certain way, and I'm disappointed with myself because I didn't hit that. That's not reality. Yeah. The reality is the process is the most important thing. The overall outcome may vary, but if you just stick to the process and you focus on that, you will eventually get to a good place. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've learned over the last year is that, you know, I, I, the importance is is sharing in the process, is being open, is being open with yourself and honest, and, and having a realistic expectation and goals that you go toward. And if you fall short, it's not bad to fall short as long as you keep going right after that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and, and then, go I'll, for it. Just to add on to that, the... Yo, a lot of people will work out, diet, whatever, for various reasons. Um, but at the the truth of the matter, and, and the sort of over overarching reason behind it all, it, or at least what it should be, is always about improving the quality of your life. Yeah. Which is, you know, whether that comes in the fact that you have more functional strength, whether it comes in the fact that you know it's it's easier for you to go up and down the stairs, or you know, it lifts these boxes if you have to. Right. It's it's. That should be the ultimate goal for lifting. Sure, there's the aesthetic benefits. Sure, there, there's tons of other things, but it's really about that idea of improving your quality of life. Even if it's it, not now, it's 60 years down the road when you know you're old and you don't need to use a cane when you know all your friends do, right? It's, yeah. It's it's Trust all about me, setting you yourself point, up for the like future. This. <laughs> you dumb shit. I'm joking. I just I just took that incredibly positive message and turned it super negative. No, no, no. Don't I mean, be an asshole when you're 90, people. If you're fortunate enough to live that long. But it's true, right? You see people all the time that you can see that they've made those choices. And the choice is always to live better. And then they hit 70, 60, 70. Like my uh, my wife's grandmother, still great. She walks every day. She works out. She does like, you know, they do like the, whatever, the, you know, they do like smaller stuff. She's yeah, not yeah. doing, she's not in the fucking, she's not doing deadlifts yeah. every day. But she still can get on a plane. She's still very mobile. At the, she's like 85. Um, so that that is important. Um, yeah, and it's important. It's important to just find... You know, if you're if you're doing this, and this will be the last thing because we're going really late on this. I'm sorry, but you know, if you're doing something, it should be something you want to do for yourself. It should be something that makes you happy and is fulfilling. And if you just do that, then you're always getting gains out of it, and that's good. And I swear to God, if you just kind of focus on that and you focus on making, and that was the thing for me is like I had to eventually balance it out, and I felt disappointed because I was like, I'd love to work out with you five days. I'd love to do comedy ten days. I'd love to, like five days. I'd love to do jiu-jitsu five days. But I started getting a lot of diminishing returns there mm-hmm. where I was too tired to even go up and do a mic. And so prioritize, that's part of it too, was like, oh, I have to have a good work-life balance here yeah. where I feel good when I walk into the gym with you and I'm not a snippy asshole. Where I'm like, mm-hmm. I have to go do all these things tonight, right? Um, but when I backed off a little, a little bit, I started really enjoying everything. And then you know, a year goes by fast. Six months goes by fast. You know, taking comedy, for instance, I started comedy about a year ago, and um, and I've made some really great strides with that. But I'm the focus was never like necessarily getting to Cobbs. It was just getting better, getting to a point where people would notice me, and then eventually that would happen, and it has, which is great. Yeah, and, and I just a, one small thing to add on to that. I think too that that again, when you start anything, it's going to be hard. It's going to be really tough. There's always that wall you have to push through. That I think 
there, there was a time specifically with you where I remember we, we were bench pressing and you, you were hitting your, your prescribed sets and you, you were feeling good that day and you said, I remember you telling me you had never done more than 225. That was yeah. your all-time lifetime one rep max. Yeah. And I said, let's put it on. And this was not planned. This was not a, you know, this is just, just, he was feeling good that day and we went on and you hit it twice. Yeah. A, a, a new lifetime max wasn't even planned, didn't work up to it or anything yeah. like that. It was, um, knocked it out of the park, quit that day, never been <laughs> since. No, but I, and I, I think that was when everything started clicking for you. You were like, I'm seeing the, the results of this. Well, really it's nice because you do, and you have to have the, you have to look at the right results, right? Body composition is great as well, but when you lift, when you literally walk into the gym the next week and lift more than you did prior, that's a great feeling. Yeah. That is a great feeling. Oh, yeah. Um, and there's nothing quite like that. And, and you can get that feeling everywhere, by the way. It's not just lifting weights. It's in, I get that in yoga sometimes mm -hmm. when I'm like, holy crap, I can touch my toes today. Yeah. That's nice, yeah. Like, you know, or you have a little bit of more range of motion and things like that, and you're just feeling good when you leave the class, and that's always a good feeling. Yeah. So, and you're doing this massive comedy show today. That's I am doing that, and hopefully it's not too massive because I'm already good <laughs> at it. Did I sleep well last night? No. Uh, okay, we're we're a little long in the tooth on this one. I did want to get into nutrition, but maybe we'll talk about that a little bit later. We'll have you back on maybe. I do want to start tracking my macros, and I thought about um, I thought about actually doing like my fitness pal so people can see what I eat, but I need to get a little bit better about what that what that diet's gonna be. So more more to come on that soon. Uh, let's go to tips real quick. See if people have yes. I also need to get back on my diet. Because I was doing real good for a while. You were, you were doing great. I got married, I went to Italy, ate a whole lot of pasta. It was damn good. Yeah, yeah. yeah you did. And I lost a lot of it. I like I hit an all-time low where I was 174. Nice. Yeah, I've been before that. Before I started my diet, which was roughly six months, I was two fifteen, two twenty ish, which is a lot for a man my size. You're not. Um, you're 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 compact. Yeah. You are compact, but you did. You made great gains, and you did yeah. it with doing a high protein, low carbohydrate diet. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I was also doing a you were doing calorie that. deficit as well. Oh yeah. Okay. But you and you were also working out yeah. too. You were and doing I toward was. the end there. I you were doing the, the. I was doing the beach body that we had. There you go. Yeah. Oh, nice. Which worked yeah. out really nice. It, it was yeah. a good way to start my morning. It, I felt really good about it. I was also biking here. But I want to get back on track, and I think the first way for me to start is doing the diet. So whenever you're ready to go on my fitness pal, I have it. I have it. What I want to do is I want to I'm gonna look into it, and make sure I can share it with people. And when they, when I do, I'm gonna see if you guys can follow me on my fitness pal, so you guys can look at what I'm eating every day. Mm -hmm. That's gonna serve to uh, hopefully. Two things. One, it will uh, keep me accountable for not eating shit every day. And two, hopefully you guys can see kind of how I eat. And if I get good results, that'll be a good test platform for maybe something you guys want to do. So we'll go from there. Uh, going into tips real quick, DRUX87 says, Nick, you recently said one of your goals is to cut body fat. What cardio do you do, do, you do for this? I'm not, a good, I'm not a good runner, and I have found rowing to be a great alternative. Keep up the great work. I don't do a ton of cardio outside of jiu-jitsu. Uh, Jiu-Jitsu is a lot of uh, anaerobic exercises, so you're getting a lot of that burst. We're coming. We're getting there. We're getting there, I promise. Andrew Renee has a smile, but there's a cunningness behind that smile. Ooh, and Greg, I got shirt! Greg, Ooh. come in and show everyone the shirt! Uh, you'll see it on Kind of Funny Games Daily next! Fantastic. Uh, long story short, I don't do a ton of conditioning with cardio, um, but I don't think you necessarily have to do that to cut body fat. I think it's probably good for you, but... No, lifting we weights burns more fat than, than running on treadmill. Um, but that's not to say you shouldn't do any. Yeah. Uh, Big Bad Beluga says, can we get a bunch Ooh. more Yusuf before Ubisoft takes him back, please? Yes, you can. Ooh. Yes, you can. Maybe we'll have that. you back on. We'll have to have oh, you back Yusuf, on the talk. I didn't hear, I didn't What's up, man? How you doing? Up, give, give me a hug. Yeah. He's looking swole, you know? Yeah, you're killing it. You're killing it. Uh, Greedy Ear says, turns out I can't make the prom. Got a close, close friend's wedding the same day. Guess I'll have to wait until next year to see all of you best friends unless you come to the UK first. Hint, hint, says Greedy Ears. We'll try. I love the UK. Man Disco says, speaking of Michael Kank, here's a fun clip. 
He gave us that. Uh, Trevor the Jones, Kevin will take a look at that. Trevor the Jones gave us a tip for only 69 cents, but because it's so brilliant, I'll read it. Uh, butthole is what he said. Uh, King Eddie says, do you have any suggestions for jiu-jitsu white belt that finds himself gassing out after the first 20 minutes of drills? I've been jogging on the treadmill, but haven't noticed much improvement. Uh, if you're gassing out at the first 20 minutes of drills, uh, the drills are working. That's what they're there for. So if uh, most instructors will say, like, the whole point of drills is not to be like, hey, guys, we got through drills. Congratulations. We're going to stop. Guess what? The second they see you are able to do it, guess what's going to happen? More drills, more intensity, higher intensity. Um, I'll remember the first time I went in there, um, I, I worked out with uh, a brown belt named Tiago. And he is, when he takes his shirt off, he looks like a fucking, uh, uh, like, a, like when they make Captain America figurines. Oh, yeah. He looks Ooh. like a toy. Oof. And he could go for fucking days. So he put me through the ring. And after about five minutes, I'm like, tap, I'm done. I got to go to Starbucks. So, yeah, just keep going. Keep going at it. Um, because they never get easier. Justin Ryan Beer says, Today's talk was amazing. I've been dieting and working out for about two weeks and down seven pounds. Gotta Plus. look good for my prom. KF prom, baby. Hey. Uh, A-Rock86 says, I started trying to improve my health and lose weight in 2015 when I hit 302 pounds. I'm now at 225 and I'm trying to get down nice. under 200 by Kind of Funny Prom. Hashtag Jackman off 2018 nice. will keep me motivated. That's, That's awesome. what I'm talking about, A-Rock. Fantastic. Uh, sorry to rush through these next few things, but... Uh, well, we got to do it. P.S. I love his best friend XO today uh, is brought to you by, no? Oh, that's wrong. Oh, that's wrong. My brain just went one way, and it, it hit a dead <laughs> you end. You just said the company store. It's true. P.S. I love his best friend is your opportunity to nominate someone in this community you feel is doing just a bang-up job at being a human being. Uh, go to kindoffunny.com slash bestfriend uh, to fill up that form, just like Jordan Woolmer did, and he's shouting out Sean Collins. Jordan says, I am proudly deaf, oh, profoundly deaf, with two cochlear implants. Sean Collins is the con in the Kind of Funny Facebook group went above and beyond to help me pick a quality pair of headphones that would fit my ears and, and processor. Now that I can hear Kind of Funny's content better, I realize just how insane Greg is. Big thanks, Sean. <laughs> He's crazy. Yeah, I don't know if he did you a favor there, though, to be perfectly honest. That's like when my wife got a better prescription for glasses and spent five minutes looking at me going like... <laughs> and then took the glasses off and threw them away. <laughs> Uh, Yusuf, it's giveaway time. If you know, you know, each and every day we give a game away yeah. here at kindoffunny.com. Uh, uh, how do you win, Kevin? Well, there's there's four different ways. We've talked about those before, but since it's 12 over 3, I'm just going to skip past that. Uh, congratulations to Lucifer's Load. You have won oh Dear God, God on Switch. Lucifer's Load. Lucifer's Load. And you've also won uh, it's a fitting the, game the best everyone. handle today. It used to be Party McFly, now it's Lucifer's Load. Uh, congratulations. Okay, let's go into the three and three. Of course, we do, we'll do. we take three questions, comments, and concerns from non-subscribers, and then all of you who have chosen to use your Amazon Prime account for your one free Twitch Prime subscription, uh, we'll talk to you guys after that. You're the chosen few, the diamonds in the rough. Cue up your questions and comments for Yusuf. Uh, Lucifer's Load says, what are your thoughts on a 90% spinach and egg diet? Other 10% is a scoop of protein with eggs baked together and romaine lettuce and some dressing. Uh, that's what he's saying. So uh, pro, uh, mostly spinach diet with a little bit of eggs. Yeah, no, that's fine. Eggs are great. Uh, honestly, um, you the only thing to, to like the only thing to really be careful about is how much uh, yolk you're consuming because uh, that can lead to higher cholesterol. Um, egg whites are, are a great substitute if you're if you want to stay that way. But uh, now honestly, this is this is by the way, I will disagree with you on this because there's a lot of research that come out that says cholesterol doesn't matter. So read up on those things. There's two schools of thought on eggs. Some people say don't eat the yolk. Some people say the yolk is the best part. And to be fair, I eat tons of yolks, but 
uh, it's just something that to to think of. And think when, about when, it. when you're going when you're going to your doctor, make sure that's that's you know talk to them. Again, I'm not a dietitian. I I can't speak super authoritatively about Neither that. Neither all, but I eat eggs all day, and I haven't had my blood work done in two years. But I'm pretty sure I'm okay. Let's see. People really misspelling your name. I, saw, I apologize uh, about that. It's all good. I have a weird spelling. I saw someone shout out. I think it was uh, JPS Collins say, um, "I hope this isn't racist to say, but Yusuf looks like Bayek from Assassin's Creed Origins." I am totally okay with that uh, due to the fact that I am Egyptian. There you go. So, Not racist at all. They're both yeah. they're both Egyptian, ish. I don't know. I haven't played Assassin's Creed. Are they, are you, they, he is Egyptian. Okay. Yes. Well, there you go. Not racist yeah. at all. That's like saying I look like Tony Soprano. I'll take it. He's Italian. Uh, Lucifer's load says down 40 pounds on it. Congratulations, that's awesome. Ignacio Rojas says, Nick, you said you want a Black Widow movie. Watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's basically that. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I've watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Stop trying to get everyone back to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Ignacio Rojas. Okay? I've been down that road before, sir, and as you know, I am a traveler. I don't like to go to the same place twice, unless it's Starbucks. In which case, I'll go twice a day. Uh, let's go into sub-only mode right now. Yeah, that PR guy mentions cholesterol has recently been walked back. There's no longer a limit on cholesterol intake. I think that's actually been, um, I think there has been an official statement by either the AHA or one of the government organizations saying that they're no longer, that's no longer an RDA or like they're not no longer worried about Mm. cholesterol risks. I don't know, I gotta look that up. I'm judging that purely by the fact that I got blood work done in 2016 and my Bad cholesterol was a little high, and my doctor told me, asked me what I ate. I told him I ate six eggs a day, and he said maybe not six. that many eggs. Yeah. Do you buy them in like the six dozen pack at Costco? I, I go to the Trader Joe's uh, and uh, jumbo eggs they yeah. sell there, dollar yeah. sixty nine. A dollar sixty nine. Yeah, for a dozen jumbo eggs. Here's a good question for you, um, and we're in sub only mode right now. Thanks guys for subbing. Project uh, Azazel says, what are your thoughts on P ninety X insanity? All those really hardcore workouts. What do you yeah, think yeah, about yeah. those? Um, honestly, they're, I'm, I'm totally fine with them. Uh, the, honestly, any workout, anything that's getting your heart rate elevated um, is, is gonna help uh, in some way. It's, it's, it's all about what your goals are, and if, if P90X and Sanity, those things fit, fit your goals, which is honestly, typically with those, it's primarily weight loss oriented, but I've had friends that have done them, have seen great results from them. Um, the only thing I'm, I ever get a little bit skittish about um, will be CrossFit, and not necessarily because you're doing bad things, it's just that uh, CrossFit is always about you know, doing things for time. There's, doing yeah, there's for a speed reps. factor in CrossFit that terrifies me. Exactly, and, and the types of lifting they're doing, which we call Olympic lifting, like clean snatches, those kind of things, should never be done for reps or to points of exhaustion because that's how people get hurt very mm-hmm. easily. So that's the one thing um, I'm kind of skeptical about, and the fact that people can get trained to be a certified CrossFit trainer over a weekend. Um, that's a, that's a hard thing for me too. When you talk about P90X and, the, and insanity, I think they're great. I've seen people have great results on them. For me, uh, personally, Kev's one of those. Uh, for me personally, it's hard for me to motivate to do that level of activity on a daily basis. So that's one of the things I've noticed about myself is that when I have that in my brain, it's very easy for me to rationalize not doing it. Mm. And I'll burn out on it very quick. Whereas if I'm two days to three days in the gym with a focused workout, I can wrap my head around that and it's a little easier to track for me. To, uh, just to clarify a little bit, I did not do P90X. It was too extreme. I couldn't do the amount of pull-ups that it needed. Right. So I did just the P90 and I thought that was great. It was mm. like, and it, I definitely felt like physical gains where I like, Towards, I, I didn't finish it. I was like three weeks away from finishing it, but like the progression felt really good. Nice, yeah. Because when I have a Beachbody podcast, we can do that. 
Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us today on the Kind of Funny Morning Show. Yusuf, thanks for joining me, man. Thank you so much, Good to see you. Appreciate it. Uh, he'll be back, I promise. Uh, but until then, you guys can stick around. I'll read subs. I'll be back tomorrow with Jeff Ramsey. He's back in town. That's going to be a fun one, too. Uh, and Andrea and Greg are back with Kind of Funny Games Daily in about five minutes uh, once I pee and read subscribers. I love you guys. Kevin, cut the feed.